This is Mike Law, just a Tuesday morning. I'm glad that you've joined me. I am the business advisor, and today we're going to be talking about business and the economy. Specifically, I'm getting so tired of all this lying about the economy. I'm hearing lying from Wall Street. I'm hearing lying especially from uh, the White House. I mean, here we have a president who is trying to do everything he can, it seems like, to destroy this economy, day after day after day. But he keeps lying about how well the economy is doing. This week, he said, gas prices are down around $1.60 a gallon from the peak this summer. I'm sorry, I don't know where it's $1.60. It's not $1.60 here. And by the way, it hasn't gone down a dollar sixty anywhere. I'm getting tired of this line. It's like constant, constantly doing. I mean, the White House has repeatedly deflected responsibility for the rising gas prices. If you remember what he has done, he tried to artificially lower it by taking gas and fuel out of our reserves. The dumbest thing he can. And he has no plans at the moment of buying gas back or buying the, the oil back. Our reserves are sitting there at the lowest levels they have ever been in the history of this nation. But he used it so that he could pump it into the market and lower the gas prices. But the problem is we can't do it any longer <laughs> because we have none. So we have done some really bad, bad decision-making out of the White House. So what are we going to do? So so Biden's taking this uh, victory lap, right, on oil prices. So he's taking this victory lap, but it didn't sit well with a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people on social media, because here we are, we're living the expense of this high gas price. That's gone down a little bit, but that's an artificial thing, and now it's starting to go back up. And the reason why it's going back up is because of issues within China and their usage of fuel. So now their usage is starting to pump the pricing right back up again, and our gas prices are going up. So, again, Biden's victory lap did not sit well with many on Twitter who scolded the president, and and I was one of those out there scolding. Anyway, he had this rush to take credit for the fall of gas prices while disregarding the harsh economic realities still plaguing everyday you and me Americans, good old red-blooded Americans, who struggle to make ends meet. You can't, you cannot, Mr. President, you cannot take credit for lower gas prices but not higher gas prices. You can't do it. You can't have it both ways. You're responsible for this because you had, at the very beginning, when you became president, you started to take your 
pan out and start doing away with executive orders that had helped the oil production industry. Now, one of the good things that I'm hoping that will that will help us out here is that there are two refineries that are back up and running again in the United States. They had been shut down for a long time because it was too much of a cost factor to keep them going because of all the red tape and all the regulations that had come down from Washington, D.C. But now they, they've reopened them back up, and now they're starting to refine oil. I am hoping that that will create more of an independence in the oil markets here and that we are able to have lower prices, or, or at least minimum low, lower prices. We could do a lot better if we were able to pump more oil out of our ground because we've got a lot of it sitting there. But we can't because of Biden's executive pen that he destroyed everything at the very beginning of his presidency. But but my point at the very beginning of this is every time President Biden comes out, he is bragging, he is touting all of his financial account accomplishments. And he has none. Not one single thing that he has done through his Inflation Reduction Act and all this other stuff has done nothing to reduce anything. In fact, it's risen the prices again. Natural gas prices went up in January. Why? Because higher taxes on natural gas went up. Coal, the burning of coal for cogeneration power plants, so that went up because taxes went up on coal. And I could go on and on and on with this list. All of those taxes gets passed on to us. So our heating bills of our houses go up. Putting fuel in our car goes up. International issues with China and Russia that is created by the most part of a bad foreign policy with these two countries. And we're almost literally at nuclear war with these two countries. Has created an economic problem. And it's a dangerous one because now we have national security issues. We have a wide open border and people are coming across this this uh, this border and they're not very some of them are not very good people. What do we do? Well, we have got to start putting people in office that know what they're doing and are going to think about the process instead of about the political result. Political results abolish any common sense whatsoever in making good decisions for the American people in the economy. And that is our biggest problem at the moment in Washington, D.C. and in the White House itself is driven by political agendas. And these political agendas do nothing to help the American people. 
They have an American agenda. Their agenda, their political agenda, I should say, is more towards the leftists, the more towards the socialist side. And I'm going to tell you one other thing. We have all these individuals coming up from Venezuela. Why are they coming up from Venezuela? Not because of war. It's not because they're being gassed. It's not because chemical warfare is going against them. No, they're leaving Venezuela because it's a socialist country. And that socialism has failed them. But the problem, which I do not understand why, there is a certain amount of people in the United States Congress and in the White House themselves that want to have this socialist experience because they think that they can do it better. No matter who has touched socialism, it's never come out better. Never. It has failed the people every single time. Now, it made the leaders of the socialist movement very wealthy. If you look at Black Lives Matter, <laughs> they made off very well. They raised, what, over $20 million, and they were able to buy million-dollar mansions. Not just one, but several. So the individuals at the top of the socialist system make good money. They make good bucks. Okay? It's set up for them. It's not set up for the people in the socialist situation. So we have a president who comes out and lies to us every single day about the economy. And I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired. Let's sit down and say, okay, where do we stand? Bring your advisors all around you. Bring members of Congress. Bring some people in from the street that are living in this. And say, okay, where do we stand? What's going on? Well, gases went up. Our food prices went up. Our medication went up. Our housing went up. By the way, today I read an article that said that people who rent in the United States, 30% of your income now goes to rent. That's a huge, that's the biggest it's ever been. In the history of this nation, that's the biggest rent has been. 30%, 30% out of your wages is going to to house you in a rented apartment, a rented house. That's unacceptable. Real estate market is going down at the moment. Every time I see somebody pop up and say, oh, we're doing great in this, we're doing, uh, everything's going smoothly. It's, everything's going well in the direction we want it to go. And then you hear other people say, I can't afford to buy a house. I can't even qualify for the loan. What do I do? So they rent a one-bedroom apartment for $3,000 a month. I get annoyed by that guy on, on social media who goes around saying, Hey, how much do you pay in rent? And you hear these people paying $20,000 a month in rent, $10,000 a month in rent. And then the guy that's that's renting... It for twenty five hundred, and he gets what two hundred square feet 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 of a, a apartment house. So we are being lied to every single day. We're being lied to about this economy, and we need to realize that we are still in inflationary times, 
and we have a recession going on. The first quarter of 2023, there will be a, a mass amount of layoffs, and it's already happening. Google laid off 12,000. Um, Amazon laid off another 10,000. I mean, it keeps going on and on. Technology companies are hurting. Well, one of the biggest reasons they hurt is that they overexpanded and they overhired. They put too many people on the payroll that should not be there. And that's what happens with new companies and new technology companies. They don't think about the hiring process. They just want to look big. And it's bad decision-making. So a lot of them are now cleaning house because they've had too much headcount on their books. And they need to get rid of them. And maybe one of you guys is going to be one of those uh, casualties. I hope not. But be prepared for it. Because I'm not going to lie to you about this economy. It stinks at the moment. So we all have to be prepared. But one of the things that needs to stop happening is the president needs to stop coming out and saying how great the economy is when you and I are living through tough times. Listen, if you would like to have more contact with me, go to my website, www.lodge-co.com. You can also click on a link there that will take you where you can support my podcast and my blogs. If you would like to send me a business question, send it to thebusinessadvisor at zmail.com. That's a Zoom Zoom now has mail, email service. So it all goes into my Zoom account so that I can talk to you and and chat with you and everything else. Everybody have a great Tuesday. I'll talk with you soon. God bless. Bye. Bye.